Hello and welcome to Young Nostalgia, the podcast that takes a trip down memory lane from two guys that never lived it. I'm Nolan and as always, Ben is beside me, smelling amazing today. Did you stop by Bath and Body Works? They got their big Black Friday sales going on. Hey, you're not supposed to tell people that, man. That was private. <laughs> is that like your your uh, your your guilty pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta uh, go. I gotta go to the Bath and Body Works or whatever you said. You know, in the next town, <laughs> or whatever you said. <laughs> you just gave it away that you never go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us as we talk about our passion for the past while always being young at heart. Episode 53 coming your way. I'm a day late, but granted, it's still within a week. Well, actually, just a week and a day. It's in. It's within the week that we would have released on time if we released on time, but an episode nonetheless this week. Thanks so much for joining us. Episode 53. This a month train in, wreck. <laughs> this month in November for music history another one of our favorites coming back at you and uh it's not necessarily a chock full month but a month nonetheless of music history and we're excited to talk about it ben how you doing big guy oh it's been a pretty good day how you doing nolan not too bad man um so i have a a, an addiction a problem an addiction (laughs) problem to (laughs) buying vinyls so today one of my favorite all-time movies ever grew up with it my brother and i are super close and, and bond with it um the movie the fifth element so i, they, I knew it i knew it i knew <laughs> that's where this was going you knew, I knew it oh uh, wait when i said i bought vinyl or when i no. said a, one of my favorite movies as soon as you said favorite movies i'm like yep fifth element okay that's what it uh, is. <laughs> i love that movie man it's so good but amazon was having a crazy deal on the soundtrack it's a two lp vinyl set gatefold amazing artwork on it from the film and I'm so excited for it to come. It's expected delivery on Monday. So I ordered it today. Two-day delivery for Amazon, right? Shouldn't mm-hmm. that be here Saturday? You'd think. Who knows? Maybe they'll... I know, sometimes I don't understand what goes on with that stuff. It, it'll, it'll, <laughs> you know, it's probably going to do that thing where it's going to come all the way to your town, like, in the UPS, and then they'll hand it over to the USPS, and they'll screw it up or whatever they normally do with stuff <laughs> yeah and so. <laughs> uh, i don't see that all right <laughs> sidetrack that's a pet peeve of mine is they'll bring something all the way across the country in like fedex or ups and then they'll just give it to the post office to deliver right it's it's just like when you uh fly you'll go to atlanta georgia to go to toledo ohio afterwards <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, no, but sense. you know what? It's not necessarily entirely off topic because we're still talking about music. And I recently saw that Fleetwood Mac has released on vinyl one of the best live albums. I understand that you're not necessarily I'm like I'm not either live music on like whether it be the radio or CDs or whatever, but mm-hmm. this is the best live music I have ever heard. One of my favorite albums of all time, Fleetwood Mac's The Dance. It was recorded live back in like 1997. Mm-hmm. And they actually had yeah. the UCLA band join them on stage, the marching band. And they had a couple songs played with them. And it is amazing. That's sweet. The songs, the compilation, and just the entirety of the electricity of the soundtrack is fantastic. And that's on vinyl too. So uh, I'm not getting presents for anybody this week. I'm just buying everything for myself. <laughs> <laughs> for this season, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that, I mean, you uh, got to do what you got to do. <laughs> you you got to know where to sacrifice. Right, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but 
that's where I'm at. I'm kind of googly eyed over some of this stuff. So, <laughs> how about you? Uh, Have you had any recent pickups? Honestly, I haven't bought anything since uh, you and I were at the record store in Ada uh, so, last time. Yeah, six months ago, seven months ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I haven't. I've I've listened a little bit here and there, but uh, I, I don't know. I just haven't had a ton of time to be devoting to that. Understandable. Um, I usually go. I usually go maybe once a month or so. Oh wow! No, I don't go. Obviously, I don't go anywhere near that that <laughs> amount. <laughs> a couple times a year. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so right before we head into the show, we want to let you know we're still working with Cozy Knits by Real Big Stitch. That's Real Big Stitch. R E E L. Big Stitch. She is Emily, a longtime listener and supporter. Um, Cozy Knits is her Etsy page where she sells hand-knitted, handmade goods, and they're amazing. She's got scarves, knit beanies, pet accessories, household items, and you can even buy the patterns that she has. Um, you know what? Like, I don't. Need, we don't even have to necessarily go on and on and on, but she has great products. Just check out her Etsy page. They'll be in our show notes. You know, the reviews that people have left there for her, there's about 30 and 58 people admire her store or prefer her store. That will tell you it all. Great products, great service, amazing stuff. Emily is fantastic. We're working with Cozy Knits from Real Big Stitch. So from now until December 31st, 2018, all of our listeners can receive 10% off their entire order by using code NOSTALGIA18. NOSTALGIA all in caps with 18, no spaces. If you use that at checkout for Real Big Stitch, you will get 10% off. Again, NOSTALGIA18, all caps, no spaces, 10% off. Amazing and deals. We'll make sure to talk about it at the end of the show as well. And so that goes all the way till December 31st. So you can, you know, after Christmas, you can uh, you can look at all those, the crappy gifts that you got. You can go back, return them, take that money, and then head on over to her store. Exactly. Um, that is strategically planned in that fashion. Exactly. She's fantastic. Good stuff. Great person to work with. All right. <laughs> I think we've gone on long enough about whether it be personal lives, music, and our great partner at Cozy Knits. Ben, why don't you kick us off with November 1st for this month and music history. Okay, November 1st, 1969. After a seven-year absence, Elvis Presley returns to Billboard's number one position with Suspicious Minds. A seven-year absence. For, for, for someone who is you know, so influential and so big, it's kind of weird to see an absence of Elvis Presley. I mean, we're almost in the time where Elvis Presley is, you, everyone knows who he is, his style of music. So I guess back then it probably would have been a little bit more profound. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like when you know Frank Sinatra took his break in the early 70s where he was like, I'm retiring from music, and then he would come back five, six years later. <laughs> exactly. And you got to think, too, you know, it's seven years seems like a long time to be out of the game and then come back and hit number one. But you got to think it's it's you've already been there. And it's I mean, it's Elvis Presley, you know, like one of the biggest names ever. And so that's obviously got to have a little bit of pull with uh, uh, with audiences, you know, in getting your in getting your name back to the top so rapidly. Oh, for sure. And, you know, he's even the coin of the phrase Elvis has left the building. So (laughs) he has definitely come back seven years later. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. November 5th, 1946, Graham Parsons of the Birds and the Flying Burrito Brothers was born. And 
That is a fantastic I, name. I know. I was about to say, I know the birds. I admire the birds, but I just can't get over the Flying Burrito Brothers. <laughs> what kind of burritos? Like beef and bean burritos? Just bean burritos? I mean... <laughs> The beefy five-layer burrito? There you go. I don't think Taco Bell was around at this time, though. No, probably not. Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> but I like the birds. The birds are good. I like their kind of folk sound to them. Um, one of the songs that really comes to my mind is Turn. You know that one song? Uh, uh, and the seasons turn, turn, turn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like that song. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I'm not super knowledgeable about the birds definitely someone i've heard of and i'm sure they've popped up on like you know pandora stations and stuff in the past because it's that's obviously something that would overlap to overlap with my uh regular listening habits but it's not something i have sought out a lot in the past <clears throat> right and i mean if i remember right i've watched the music video for turn 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 and uh somehow i try to bridge a gap i it's not it's kind of cloudy but there's scenes where they're on a on a like a rail car on like um just like a regular passenger train and then they're on a horse all of a sudden i think and wow, i can't remember I no where they bri- what you're talking about i can't remember where they bridged that gap but you know how weird <laughs> music videos were back in the day <laughs> they're, they're always weird what are you talking about <laughs> um all right so um also in November fifth, I'll hit these ones. I'll hit these ones back to back because uh, they kind of <laughs> sort of go along with each other. Um, so we have November fifth of nineteen fifty nine. Brian Adams is born. Obviously a very well known uh, singer songwriter. <clears throat> and it cuts like a knife. <laughs> but. Uh, little known fact, on November 5th of 1974, his brother, Ryan Adams, is born. This is and actually, is act- the, this is the butterfly effect in full <laughs> action. <laughs> no, that was actually a huge lie. Ryan Adams is not Brian Adams' brother. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> there is some other interesting information that I've dug up about Ryan Adams. Um, <laughs> talking a little bit, um... I think I can help with the whole pan-pam dilemma. (laughs) Um, uh, We were talking a little bit uh, at the beginning of the show about Ryan Adams, because we're not really, we didn't really know who this guy was. Um, But I found the, uh, I found that he is very well known for, as a overall, basically just overall musician in his solo career. Um, but he's also a former member of a rock of a rock slash alternative country band called Whiskey Town. <laughs> and I, the whole Whiskey Town thing, I mean, it sounds familiar. I have no idea what the, what who they are, what they're about. But I got stuck <laughs> on the, I really can't get past the rock alternative country description. I, <laughs> Just picture I, I, John Denver as the lead singer of Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> John Denver singing pour some sugar on me <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> that's fantastic that's that's really my only that's really the only visualization of what I have of 
rock alternative country. I just <laughs> that's that's the only thing I could picture. That's what it has like, to be. Uh, like, what's so alternative to country? Like, you should just call it rock. Like, alternative country is just rock, right? You're not necessarily country. You're just. I don't it's even country, know. but it's it's an alternative to country. <laughs> so rock. No, it's a little it's a little country roads with some uh, with some heavy guitar solos in them. <laughs> you got to dust off those guitar strings, man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome All to right. Young Nostalgia, where we're terrible <laughs> with jokes. <laughs> November seventh, nineteen seventy three. The Rolling Stones begin their first tour of the U.S. in over three years, and they begin it in no other place than Denver, Colorado. Uh, I, I bet they were at Red Rocks Theater, maybe. Uh, yes, they probably were. I would I would assume that they probably were, yeah. So, there so we a go. A big name like the Rolling Stones is obviously going to, you know, they're going to make a tour in big locations, and that's... Oh. There's not really very many bigger than that. Right. <clears throat> yep. Man, I mean, we can talk all day long about the Rolling Stones, but never mind. I think we've said our <laughs> we've said our <laughs> we've said our thoughts about the Rolling Stones in the past. <laughs> Both good and bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh moving on a little bit on November 9th of 1993. Oh boy, Motley Crue's Tommy Lee is arrested for trying to take a gun on an airplane. <laughs> uh, and these, you know, this is once again goes along with the fantastic decision making that Motley Crue is known for. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have great album art. They do have some good album art, and you know, I actually, I I wouldn't say I'm necessarily a a, a hardcore fan, but I do I do like a little Motley Crue every once in a while. Well, I remember one of the last times we went to a record store together. You actually picked up a Motley Crue Motley Crue LP because I think oh, you I used to own it, and then I don't think you owned it anymore, and then you bought it again. <laughs> what a wonderful story! Riveting. Yeah. Wow. Story. You know my life better than I know mine because <laughs> I. Well, I once I, I don't remember I, any of that. <laughs> you don't remember any of that. <laughs> wow. Was I drunk or something? I don't think so. I'm just kidding. I don't remember that at all. (laughs) (laughs) I even remember, uh, never mind, I won't go into that because our listeners don't necessarily know everything about our lives. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They won't know the inside jokes. They won't. Uh, (laughs) Where are we at? November 9th, 1967, the first issue of Rolling Stone is published in San Francisco and actually comes with a free roach clip. And so I read this and... I wanted to do a little bit of research, so I found out what a roach clip actually is. Oh, you don't is. know what a roach clip is? Yes. So it's actually this tiny little clip that goes on the end of a weed cigarette so you don't <laughs> burn your fingertips. <laughs> I love it. And, and you I, know, they come no, in different shapes and sizes and colors. You sound, and, you, sound like, uh, you sound like such a character on like, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's the big crime show? Law and Order. Oh, Law and Order? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sound like that. What is this What is this weed cigarette we found in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic music. <laughs> uh, well, I don't I don't do drugs by, you know, in any way shape or form, but 
<laughs> you know, it's it uh. is very very obvious that you also don't do drugs. <laughs> Why do you say that? What what is that supposed to mean? Because you had to, <laughs> because you had to look up what a roach clip was, and you called it a weed cigarette. Oh, what the quote end quote from Wikipedia or whatever <laughs> Google gave me. All right, I'll give you that. Okay, <laughs> but still. <laughs> But but you can put your own personality. They have different colors, shapes, and sizes. You can mold it to your hands so they fit perfectly. I don't know if these things are necessarily mainstream anymore. But how else are you supposed to keep the joint from burning your fingers? That's that's high class stuff. You know that's that's way beyond. Like if I was going to smoke a a blunt, I just wouldn't care. Either I would be too drunk to care, or just like my first time, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's burning my fingers off, but I don't care. No weed touches this lip without a roach clip. <laughs> that was deep. That was deep. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll, I'll move us on a little bit. November 11th of 1972, <clears throat> at the age of 24, Allman Brothers bassist Barry Oakley uh, killed in a motorcycle accident just three blocks from where guitarist Dwayne Allman was killed. And... Uh, we talked about the death of Dwayne Allman in last month, month before. I can't remember, but uh, for the life of me, I cannot remember actually how he died. But uh, anyway, their deaths were strangely close together. Yes, and in a few points, we'll see that this is kind of ironic. Um, November yes. November twelfth, nineteen forty five. Neil Young was born. Check that out. We did a whole episode based solely on Neil Young's career. We did. Those were a fun fun few episodes that we did. I agree. We did a whole string of uh, musicians. <clears throat> Check them out or else. <laughs> yeah. November we got Elton 12th. John. Elton John's in there. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did a, uh, I think we just did back-to-back uh, full bio episodes on Neil Young and Elton John. I agree. I As in, Yes. You can that move was a on. fantastic couple of shows. <laughs> November twelfth, nineteen. 19- <laughs> okay, fine, I will. <laughs> November twelfth, nineteen fifty-five. Chuck Berry is awarded most promising artist by Billboard. Most promising artist. And what an award! Looking- <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> looking back on his career, I think that was a very, uh, a very accurate, uh, a very accurate, accurate award. Very accurate. Yeah, okay, I was struggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I like I like Chuck Berry a lot. Good stuff. Not nothing like a good old Chuck Berry song to get you up and moving. I know. Also, I'm going to have to apologize ahead of time. Hopefully I can edit it out, but for whatever reason I keep hitting my face on my microphone mount, so <laughs> uh if anyone hears that in the recording, they know what it is. <laughs> I love I just it. Just did it again. <laughs> Uh, right. November, 12, November 12th, 1970. The Doors make their last concert appearance while in New Orleans. Talk about a interesting history of a band, The Doors, man. Yeah, and I, it was... Uh, how did that work? I think it was shortly after this they went back to... They're actually in Europe when uh, Jim Morrison died, right? I think so. Um, and obviously they didn't... Uh, they didn't perform after that, but I think it was very shortly after this they they left back and and uh, and Jim Jim Morrison unfortunately passed away. 
I mean, having biopics in a lot of the, the spotlight since Bohemian Rhapsody, the biopic of uh, Freddie Mercury and Queen is just out. They actually made a biopic, I think, back in the mid-90s um, called The Doors, and it's about Jim Morrison um, and The Doors. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to check it out yet, but if anybody out there has seen it, make sure to drop us a line at youngnostalgia2017 at gmail.com or just message us on Facebook or Twitter and let us know what you think. Um, one of these times we're going to have to... Uh, watch that. I think it would be kind of an interesting episode to talk about that biopic as well as just the history of The Doors. I think it would be kind of cool. I agree. I th- I think I remember um, I remember seeing that somewhere, whether it was on Netflix or somewhere else. I never actually watched it, but I remember seeing it advertised. And I, You know, it might be in like my Netflix list or something like that. Maybe. And uh, I just actually never got around to uh, actually watching it. <laughs> like most of the things in my Netflix playlist. <laughs> yeah, by the time you have time to watch it, Netflix gets rid of it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right. All right. I think the next one's yours, brother. I, is it okay? I was just going to ask. November 15th, 1969, Janice Joplin is arrested in Florida for vulgar and indecent language. And that is weird to think about in today's culture that you could actually get arrested for vulgar and indecent language right just look at tr- just look at trump's tweets <laughs> yeah well i mean anything uh just look at anybody's tweets for that matter or half the people who go out and uh, are performing speeches at protests or in the music industry or anything I mean, it's like oh yeah I don't know what she was saying, but I can almost guarantee it probably wasn't as bad as what most people say now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and Janis Joplin, of all people, like I want to know what indecent language is. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, maybe what Just we yelling out like, "Hey, your butt's too big." <laughs> Jail. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> don't pass go. Uh, don't collect two hundred dollars. Yeah, I bet we could find a trans. I mean, if obviously if someone was, it's got to be written in like a police report or something somewhere. Maybe we could find a transcript or something of that. Sometime. I'm sure. Post the picture on our Facebook page. Be on the lookout, yeah. guys. Mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> November twentieth, nineteen forty-six. Dwayne Allman of the Allman Brothers is born. There we go. And about a month or two earlier, he passed away. Sorry. Well, not earlier before he was born, but. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think I think we all knew what you were trying to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> prior to this, but not prior to this in the year. No. All right. I'm making it worse. I'm making it worse. <laughs> November twenty first, nineteen eighty, Paramount Theater, uh, Denver, added to the National Register of Historic Places. Um, just kind of like what we were talking about uh, in Colorado. Um, Another here is the Paramount Theater, uh, another gigantic, super historic venue. I know Denver. Denver draws a lot of big crowds. <clears throat> I think. I mean, like it's very much central United States. Um, it's just a great place to be for any type of pop culture coming through. Oh, I- exactly. It's not only is it the it's smack dab in the center of everything pretty much in the United States, but it's also a fairly common just attraction as well. People go to Denver um, for 
tourism pretty much i mean okay maybe tourism is not necessarily the best word for that but to to visit there's of all the things to do in denver there's the the mountains and just well being a big city in general people go to big cities right um and so it's i mean it's not really hard to imagine it becoming a big theater like that weren't we talking about the uh uh what the heck is the uh i just lost the actual name of the theater uh big rock or red rock or something oh yeah like that. Red, red 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 rock, rock amphitheater yeah yeah, I kept wanting to call it Big Big Rock, and I'm like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> big Rock. Um, <laughs> uh, I believe we talked about that in prior shows. Someone got banned from Red Rock. Uh, I think you're right. No, 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 no. What it was, was it was, um, I think it was the Grateful Dead. It was something where a band performed, and it got out of control, and so they said no more like rock bands can yes. perform at Red Rocks anymore. Yeah. Yes. And they that's had like a, was. a ban on it for a little while just because of the <laughs> culture um, and the people that came along with the music, I guess. If, yeah. A good way I to think put it. it was like early, mid 60s, something around there. And yeah. Uh, people were kind of freaking out over the, the culture of the rock and roll mm-hmm. scene. Yep. Um, <clears throat> okay. I have no idea whose turn it is, so I'm just going to go. November 24th of 1991, Queen lead singer Freddie Mercury dies of pneumonia the day after announcing to the world that he had AIDS. Yeah, um, what a sad man. What a sad, sad time. But it, it is, and I didn't I didn't know that it was he died that soon after uh, making it known. Yeah, um, I was actually just reading up on him because of the biopic that has been released. Um, mm-hmm. He actually was diagnosed uh, with AIDS, I think back in like 84, 85 and -hmm. lived with it um, for that long and was kind of out in and out of the spotlight with, you know, not having the cameras or paparazzi around him. Um, But a lot of people were starting to connect some dots when he would make public appearances and they could just tell that his, you know, his physique, um, his health was just draining pretty quickly. Um, And even when I think the last music video that he recorded with Queen in 88, actually kind of showed you could see and tell that his body was just kind of waning he was skinnier he you know wasn't as up and at him as uh as he used to be so um you know over the years people just kind of pieced this together and were kind of almost chomping at the bit and it became almost too much for him and he just kind of came out and said yes this is what's happening um and at that point it was almost too far gone unfortunately but what an icon in rock music whether it be queen or just freddie mercury himself absolutely amazing um you know in talking about this we were actually just talking just before the show we would like to uh, actually do an episode dedicated to bohemian rhapsody the biopic next week where we kind of talk about um our thoughts about the movie and you know what we pinpointed either either what we think of queen and, and how this changed our minds um you know and just kind of talk about the things behind the scenes that's what we're really looking forward to uh, next week, but I didn't mean to steal your thunder. If you wanted to talk about the actual event of him coming out with AIDS, sorry, I kind of went off. Oh the no, <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's fine. You probably ended up adding more information than I was going to add anyway. Um, no, I just thought it was interesting that it was it was, it was the uh, just one day after, and I, I hadn't I hadn't really put it together that uh, put it together with all the the rumors kind of floating around about his potential. 
uh, health problems specifically with AIDS leading up to this. Um, obviously, you know, to get to the point where um, you're on death's door, he'd obviously had it for uh, quite some time. Um, but I guess I, I wasn't necessarily aware um, of his, uh, of it really showing, you know, to the public uh, that obviously. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it was interesting. Interesting read. Very interesting read. Mm-hmm. I, I would, yeah, I would definitely. definitely recommend. I, I really enjoy Queen, but that's one of those things where I, I like Queen, but I'm not, I'm not a Freddie Mercury expert by any means. And so, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. All right, man. All right. Uh, rounding this out, it's a couple more dates. November 25th, 1976, uh, the band plays its last concert at San Francisco's Winterland Ballroom. The show is recorded and made into the film The Last Waltz. Do you know much about that? Um, the film, not so much. I know a little bit about the band. Um, not Also, not a ton. That would... It's been I've heard of the Last Waltz and I just haven't watched it. Um, I really need to though. But obviously, San Francisco's Winterland Ballroom obviously is another big, uh, another big venue. Kind of, we've been kind of hitting, hitting several (laughs) of them today in this show. Right. There's a few across the country. I mean, you got Red Rocks, you've got um, Paramount Theater, and then you got like Madison Square Garden is huge. (laughs) Garden, <laughs> I'm doing pretty <laughs> bad too. Um, and then you know San Francisco's Winter Winterland Ballroom, pretty much anything you know Apollo that spreads Theater. across the entire United States. Um, it's almost guaranteed. Like when a big star or a big band uh, announces a tour, that these places are going to be booked <laughs> for their performance at oh at yeah some solid point. solid. All right, so moving on a little bit, we have November 26th of 1968. Cream plays its last show at London's Royal Albert Hall until 2005, which that is a tremendous time gap of not having, of not doing any shows. Right, almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, I mean, that's very rare. You know, there's a lot of people who have... Uh, long careers and continue even if it's off and on they continue to make appearances you know over a time span like that but very rarely do you see someone um, you know take that big of a gap without making any real appearances right Um, you know obviously I I can't really speak for individuals of cream what they did in the meantime I'm I'm sure they probably did some solo stuff here and there Um, but still to you know almost like you said almost 40 years later come back together and do another show like that's right not something that happens all the time when i see stuff like this my mind always gets carried away with the behind the scenes stuff i mean mm-hmm. you look at professional artists right they have sound coaches they have coaches for uh you know stage presence managers everything like that so just imagine how much of that stuff was on hold for almost 40 years for them to come back and do another live show like that's a lot i mean how much you know it's just like riding a bike well not as well kind of like riding a bike like you just pretty much get rusty you don't necessarily forget <laughs> but at what point do you get so rusty that it's just not good anymore you know what i mean i just it's yeah. it's but yeah, it's insane definitely. i mean these these guys are professionals and there's a lot of stuff that it, it's insane to me for the amount of stuff that goes behind the scenes for how far out you can get and still pick it up just like that 
super talented. I mean, just look at Steve Perry just released his own solo album last month. And he hasn't done music for how long, either with Journey or by himself. I think it was like 10 mm-hmm. years or something like that. And he still sounds amazing. It's, yeah, well, it's gotta, just bizarre to me. One thing I always think about in stuff like this is that these, the vast majority of these professional musicians in the big bands like this, they music is their life, and they were pretty much born with instruments in their hand, you know. Um, you know, these right. are the people that we've, we talk about before that some people just are born with an innate sense of um, innate musical sense. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, their, uh, uh, their, uh, bodies get older and, you know, people's voices change and that sort of stuff. I mean, it's hard. You can't really find me somebody who's voice didn't change over a 40 year somebody to love (laughs) sorry (laughs) no you know someone whose voice hasn't changed so stuff like that you can't really account for but i mean these people i don't i just don't think any of these people can really get rusty or forget how to play because you see so many of these stories of these big bands where they're you you look at the individual members and their their bios are like you know hey they picked up a guitar at age five and just instantly taught themselves how to play you know right stories like that it's, it's it makes it not surprising that people can come back together and and have a at least relatively successful show not mm-hmm. saying that they didn't you know practice beforehand at all which i i guarantee they did um huh. but no i i'm right there with you. awesome awesome i like the perspective man thank you uh november 27th 1942 jimmy hendrix was born and that's when the experience all began that was bad feel free to move on after that one (laughs) (laughs) no i thought we'd just stew on that a little bit (laughs) november 29th 2001 george harrison dies at the age of 58 at his home in los angeles man i think didn't he die from a brain tumor i think a brain tumor a brain cancer or some sort i don't know it was something brain related yeah yeah sad super sad stuff Always ending the show on Gosh. such a high note. And you did the show prep this time. You're right, Figures. I did. I blame myself. <laughs> <It cares. laughs> and that's a wrap. Thank you guys so much for joining us <laughs> on this journey through retro pop culture. Um, as always, if you guys enjoy the show, please leave a kind review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We love hearing from you guys. And you know, we're just really trying to grow the show. Obviously, we're a small amateur podcast. We love bringing you guys um, top top tier entertainment every week uh at least hopefully trying every week doing the best we can (laughs) um but thank you guys so much no really it really means a ton we are growing out there i just looked at our podcast stats we're out there at australia australia um you know thank you mates over there downloading three times at least (laughs) so that's fantastic absolutely love it if there's anything else you want to know about ben me the show any of your opinions let us know you can follow us on facebook and twitter you'll see our banners on our podbean page youngnostalgia.podbean.com and you also give us a line at youngnostalgia2017 at gmail.com if you want to be a guest or have an idea for a topic or an idea for a guest um as always not, not necessarily as always, but we're still working with Cozy Knits by Real Big Stitch. That's Cozy Knits by Real Big Stitch, R-E-E-L, Big Stitch. She's out there on Etsy. Emily, longtime friend and supporter of the show, does handmade knitted goods, pet accessories, beanies, scarves, household items, and even patterns that you can craft yourself if you're interested. 
all Young Nostalgia listeners can buy these gifts for themselves, their friends, their family, anybody. You can receive 10% off your total purchase um, at the Etsy shop if you use code excuse me, if you use code NOSTALGIA18 at checkout. That's NOSTALGIA18, all caps, no spaces, at checkout. NOSTALGIA, N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-A, 18 at checkout. You'll get 10% off. Ben, anything else, big guy? Nope, that was a super fun show as always. I don't know. I don't know about you, but the this month in history, any of them, regardless of music or anything like that, I always enjoy them. Um, not only because they're they they tend to uh, tend to be a little bit more laid back kind of shows, and but also there's uh, always there's always good stuff to learn, either you know in the show or during the show prep or something. I really enjoy these. I agree, man. I, I love talking. I always love talking to you and, you know, and talking to our, uh, you, our listener as well. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and sticking with us for 53 whole episodes. That's absolutely, well, actually 58 now because we have the then yeah. and now volumes that we really mm-hmm. have to get back into and do a then and now volume six. But it means a ton to have you guys here um, and, you know, to do this for you guys. I would like to think that this month in, in history, whether it be just the regular this month in history or this month in music history, is one of our fan favorites, and uh, it's not going anywhere t- anytime soon. So, well, I think that's all we got. As we always say here on Young Nostalgia. Keep the bottles empty and the ashtrays full. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>